Hi. 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 Welcome back to the Barefoot Office. I'm so glad that you're here. It's Sunday, which means we jump outside of our Lectio Continua, the continual reading of the lectionary, and it gives us some different readings and different options. And we've been in Revelation, and for the last few Sundays, which I haven't actually done, um, and I was thinking, you know, I think I'm going to do tonight, but I think that I'm going to take the next three, two, two or three Sundays off, um, just because, and only continue with Revelation, and then um, I'll pick up again Sunday starting in Advent, and I want to give some time and thought to what I want to do with and in the podcast during Advent. But anyways, it's uh, our reading tonight is 1 Corinthians 14, verses 1 through 12. So pause for a minute. Take a deep breath. And take off your shoes. For the place where you are is holy. This first time as we read, where does your attention go in these words? Follow after love and earnestly desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. For he who speaks in another language speaks not to men, but to God. For no one understands, but in the spirit he speaks mysteries. But he who prophesies speaks to men for their edification, exhortation, and consolation. He who speaks in another language edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the assembly. Now I desire to have you all speak with other languages, but even more that you would prophesy. For he is greater who prophesies than he who speaks with other languages, unless he interprets, that the assembly may be built up. But now, brothers, if I come to you speaking with other languages, what would I profit you unless I speak to you either by way of revelation or of knowledge or of prophesying or of teaching? Even lifeless things that make a sound, whether pipe or harp, if they didn't give a distinction in the sounds, how would it be known to you what is piped or harped? For if the trumpet gave an uncertain sound, who would prepare himself for war? So also you, unless you uttered by the tongue words easy to understand, how would it be known what is spoken? For you would be speaking into the air. There are, it may be, so many kinds of languages in the world, and none of them is without meaning. If then I don't know the meaning of the language, I would be to him who speaks a foreigner, and he who speaks would be a foreigner to me. So also you, since you are zealous for spiritual gifts, seek that you may abound to the building up of the assembly. Where does your attention go in this reading? For me, it's on the two phrases, follow after love and edification, exhortation, and consolation.
the second time as we read, what connection do you make from your life, from your memory, from your relationships to this passage? It's in making those connections that we're starting to open ourselves up and explore our spirituality now that we've grounded ourselves in this passage and in our attention. Follow after love and earnestly desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. For he who speaks in another language speaks not to men, but to God, for no one understands. But in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. But he who prophesies speaks to men for their edification, exhortation, and consolation. He who speaks in another language edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the assembly. Now I desire to have you all speak with other languages, but even more that you would prophesy. For he is greater who prophesies than he who speaks with other languages, unless he interprets that the assembly may be built up. But now, brothers, if I come to you speaking with other languages, what would I profit you unless I speak to you either by way of revelation or of knowledge or of prophesying or of teaching? Even lifeless things that make a sound, whether pipe or harp, if they didn't give a distinction in the sounds, how would it be known what is piped or harped? For if the trumpet gave an uncertain sound, who would prepare himself for war? So also you, unless you uttered by the tongue words easy to understand, how would it be known what is spoken? For you would be speaking into the air. There are, it may be, so many kinds of languages in the world, and none of them is without meaning. If then I don't know the meaning of the language, I would be to him who speaks a foreigner, and he who speaks would be a foreigner to me. So also you, since you are zealous for spiritual gifts, seek that you may abound to the building up of the assembly. What connection do you make to this reading from your life? Where was it? Oh, so also you, unless you uttered by the tongue words easy to understand, how would it be known what is spoken? I, um, <laughs> so in the book, uh, The Faults in Our Stars by John Green, which I've read four or five times, um, Augustus is making fun of Hazel and he says, there, there it is. Hazel Grace, you are the only teenager who likes to read poetry more than to write it. The implication being something about, like, the tortured teenage soul writing angsty poetry, you know, rather than reading poetry and being edified by it. In any case, I took a poetics class in seminary, and I loved it. It was one of the best classes I took in my three years, in part because of the community that formed around it. And some of the poetry we read I loved, and some of it I just couldn't stand. And it's because I think a lot of poetry while attempting the work of the work of that rather that T.S. Eliot calls or says it's just as difficult to evoke exact meanings of emotion in words through poetry as it is to 
to to capture exact textures of light or of cloud or of face or of expression in painting or in other art forms. And when people are attempting this, they just kind of get to use words that are more and more arcane and obtuse and difficult to understand. And when I've written poetry, it's just been... It, it doesn't use SAT words. Not that I'm against SAT words, but I once wrote a whole poem that hinged on a difference between this and that and went on to explain what this was and what that was and when it could be a this or that kind of a situation. And this and that are normal, everyday words. And I'd much rather read poetry that is able to be understood, not that is trying to strip down and use economy of meaning and, you know, put eight words together in some unique combination. I mean, I'm, I'm into doing that as phrasing. I don't know. Unless you uttered by the tongue words easy to understand, how would it be known what is spoken? Sometimes friends were just not ready for words or for actions or for events or for understanding that we're not ready for. And I can think of lots of times in my life when I've been confronted by things that I wasn't ready for, when I've started on things that I wasn't ready for, when I've been pushed into things I wasn't ready for, and all of those have different feelings to them. But for right at the moment, I'm just in a place where I don't understand, and I give myself permission not to understand. I don't know exactly what is being spoken in my life, in my feelings, in my pain right now. I'm just trying to be with it. The way I was sitting for five minutes in silence just by myself, not doing anything two different times tonight and once more before I sleep. How would it be known what is spoken? Well, sometimes it isn't. And that's okay. That's okay. this third time as we read, What intention does your imagination conjure up for yourself now that we've read and reflected and given our attention and opened up our spirituality in reading and reflecting on this passage together? Follow after love and earnestly desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. For he who speaks in another language speaks not to men, but to God, for no one understands. But in the Spirit he speaks mysteries. But he who prophesies speaks to men for their edification, exhortation, and consolation. He who speaks in another language edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the assembly. Now I desire to have you all speak with other languages, but even more that you would prophesy. For he is greater who prophesies than he who speaks with other languages, unless he interprets that the assembly may be built up. But now, brothers, if I come to you speaking with other languages, what would I profit you unless I speak to you either by way of revelation or of knowledge or of prophesying or of teaching? Even lifeless things that make a sound, whether pipe or harp, if they didn't give a distinction in the sounds, how would it be known what is piped or harped? 
For if the trumpet gave an uncertain sound, who would prepare himself for war? So also you, unless you uttered by the tongue words easy to understand, how would it be known what is spoken? For you would be speaking into the air. There are, it may be, so many kinds of languages in the world, and none of them is without meaning. If then I don't know the meaning of the language, I would be to him who speaks a foreigner, and he who speaks would be a foreigner to me. So also you, since you are zealous for spiritual gifts, seek that you may abound to the building up of the assembly. What intention do you have for yourself? For me, while I was reading, I was thinking about things that I've written. Some different sets of poems, some different things that I would like to, and even just like I have ideas all the time, and the nine, the Enneagram nine, starts off slow and then trails off. Oof. And the virtue of the nine is action. And I can't claim that I live very often in that virtue. It takes me a long time to go from idea to action. I have a dear, dear friend who I've been thinking about for months. And I texted her tonight, and it hadn't been since April. Seven months. This person is in my mind constantly, and did I take an action to reach out and connect to her? No, I didn't. And I wish I wasn't like that, but action is hard for me. I'd much rather sleep. In any case, I have all of these ideas for cool Instagram accounts. And I was like, well, why don't I just like write up the idea for the Instagram account and then put it out into the Instagram Facebook ether. Maybe someone will pick it up and run with it and maybe it'll just be me sharing my ideas. And so that was a thought. And then I was thinking about reading some of the really difficult work and journaling that I've done in an open mic setting. And that was a thought. And then I thought maybe about just doing some writing and plain spoken poetry, trying to get at the experience of what it's like to be me, of precise emotional shades of meaning, and putting that on my personal Instagram account. And that's also a thought. So three mini, M-I-N-I, mini intentions, and we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Thanks, friends, for being here in this space. And I hope that this has been a fruitful time for you. O God, whose blessed Son came into the world, that he might destroy the works of the devil and make us children of God and heirs of eternal life. Grant that, having this hope, we may purify ourselves as he is pure that when he comes again with power and great glory, we may be made like him in his eternal and glorious kingdom, where he lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen.
hope and joy be yours, not so much, I think, for purity, but for power and glory. For you have within you, for you are, the light of God, the light of the world, always. Always.